So, uh, Joseph was in jail, remember? And he had interpreted the dreams of the baker and the cupbearer. Which one of them? Which one of them had good news from the dream? The cupbearer. Yeah. Which? And then what? What was the news for the baker? From that? I don't know. Well, Off cup- with his head. Yeah. <laughs> what? Exactly. Off with their heads. Yeah. So the, ba- the cupbearer <laughs> got his job back, um, and the baker got his head off. So one of these <laughs> was old, not so good. But the cupbearer forgot about Joseph for two years. But after two years, Pharaoh had a dream. In his dream, he was standing by the Nile River. You guys heard of the Nile River? It's the largest river in the world. So he's standing by the Nile River, and he looks, and out of the Nile, there were seven fat cows, healthy cows, eating from the grass. And then there were seven ugly, thin cows, and they came up after the fat cows, stood by the cows, and ate them. Which, the fat... And then Pharaoh woke up, and he was like, what? Which, did the thin cows eat the, the fat thin cows? The thin cows ate the fat cows. So then, Pharaoh woke up. Then, he went to sleep and had another dream. And in this dream, uh, there were seven ears of grain that were plump and good, and they were growing on one stalk. There were seven thin ears that had been blighted by the east wind. And the thin ears swallowed up the plump full ears. And Pharaoh woke up and he was troubled. He could tell that this wasn't like other dreams. Normal dreams, well, most of the time you don't even remember it. When you do, it's like, well, that was kind of weird, but it didn't really make any sense. And it was probably just a jumble of things that I heard and read and saw today. But these dreams, they were kind of the same, right? Two different dreams, but the same. The seven thin ate the seven full, plump, healthy, fat, etc. So he was troubled. And he sent for all the magicians and the wise men of Egypt. And he told them the dream. But no one could tell him what it meant. Then the cupbearer went, Ah! I totally forgot. Pharaoh... There's this guy in your dungeon, in the prison. His name is Joseph. And we had, when I was in prison there for a while, I didn't know what was going to happen. And the baker was there too. We both had dreams. And he told us the interpretation. And it came true just like he said. He said the baker would be hanged. And he said I would get my job back. So Pharaoh called Joseph and they brought him quickly. And he shaved himself and changed his clothes and got ready. Because it was probably all dirty before because... Well, he was in prison. And Pharaoh told Joseph, I have a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. But I have heard that you are able to interpret dreams. And Joseph said, it's not me who can interpret dreams. God will give the interpretation. So Pharaoh told Joseph the dreams about the seven fat cows getting eaten by the seven thin cows and the seven plump ears of grain getting eaten by the seven thin ears of grain. And he said, I told it to the magicians, but there was no one who could do that, who could tell me what it meant. And that's because the magicians, they didn't know the true God. And so God didn't tell them. So Joseph said, the dreams are one. They both mean the same thing. God is revealing to you what is about to happen the seven good cows and the seven good ears of grain or seven good, you know, grains, they stand for seven years. There are going to be seven good years where the crops are going to grow really well. And after that, 
the seven ugly cows that swallowed up the seven fat cows and the seven bad years of grain. Well, those are seven years of famine where there will be no rain and you won't be able to grow a lot of crops. This is what is going to happen. There will be seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine. And the seven years of famine will consume the land and it will be really, really bad. And Joseph said, the fact that you had two of these dreams means that it is fixed by God and it's going to happen really soon. So, Pharaoh, this is what you should do. You should pick somebody who is wise and discerning and you should appoint him over the land of Egypt. And he should go around and appoint overseers. And for the next seven years, when everything's really good, he should take one-fifth of everything that everyone grows and store it away during the good years and keep it until the bad years come so that, it, so that the land of Egypt will not perish during the famine. When Pharaoh heard this, he said, that's a really good idea. And you know what? There's no one else like you in all the land of Egypt. Who else will be as wise or discerning as you because you have the spirit of God? One time, Pharaoh actually makes a good decision. Yeah, this Pharaoh d- does make a good decision, yep. Wait, there's different Pharaohs? Yeah, Pharaoh is, the na- word Pharaoh is like the word king. What? Is- so like the kings of Egypt are called Pharaohs. And there are lots of different ones. The pharaohs who are, like, wicked, or the pharaoh who is, like, really wicked at the time of, like, Moses, that's a long time after this, like, 400 years after this. This is a different... (coughs) (coughs) So this pharaoh is okay? Yeah. This pharaoh listens to Joseph. (coughs) So he listens to Joseph, and then he picks Joseph to be the one who is in charge of everything. He puts him in charge of the entire land. (coughs) Only pharaoh is higher than Joseph. So Joseph went from being a slave to being a prisoner to suddenly being the second most powerful man in one of the largest (laughs) and most powerful nations of the world at the time. (laughs) Do you see what God's plan was? God wanted Joseph in that prison to hear the dreams of those two prisoners so that one of those prisoners would tell Pharaoh about it when Pharaoh had the dreams and so that Joseph would be the one who was in charge. Wait, 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 wait. So it was a good thing that his brothers sold him? Uh, this is what the way that God, uh, Joseph will explain it later. He said, you, he's talking to his brothers, and he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Uh, it's kind of like... It's a, good that you... So I should sell my sister? No. What Joseph's brothers did was evil, and it was sinful, and it was bad. Yeah. But God is so good and powerful and loving that he can use the bad things that people do to accomplish the good things that he wants to do. It's kind of like, imagine if you were playing a game like checkers, and you were playing against, and it was God, it's not you playing, sorry, it's God against the devil. And every single move the devil makes, God turns against him. Yeah. So God is white on the board and the devil sure. is black on the board? Sure. So he put Joseph in charge of everything and he gave him the signet ring from his hand and a gold chain around his neck and linen clothes and he told the people to bow down before Joseph. He gave Joseph a, a wife who was like an important a woman. Her wife. name was Asenath. Was yeah. she pretty? I don't know. Probably. 
So Joseph was very important. He was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And during those seven years, he went in and out, and he gathered together the food, one-fifth, which is 20% of all the food, and he stored them up in great abundance so that there was a lot of grain. And before the famine came, Joseph and his wife Asenath had two sons. The name of the firstborn was Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship <coughs> and all my father's house. And the second one was named Ephraim, and he said, For God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. So after the seven years of plenty, when he stored up the food, there came seven years of famine. And there was <coughs> famine in all the lands, not just in Egypt. And the famine was up in Canaan, too. When the famine started to get bad and the people of Egypt didn't have food, Pharaoh said, go to Joseph. And what he says to you, do. So the people came to, eat to Joseph in Egypt and bought food from him. And up in the land of Canaan, the famine got really bad. And there in the land of Canaan, Jacob and his children didn't have any food. And they heard, there is grain in Egypt. We could go down and buy some. And that's where our story will pick up next time. And many, many years have gone by at this point. Yep, many years have gone by, probably like 20 years or so. More and than that. 20. No, probably about 20 years. No, no, no. We'll see. Seven years. It's. Listen, listen, listen. You don't know how old Joseph was when he left, do you? No, he was 17. How do you know that? It says. Did it? Oh, that's what I was thinking too, but I couldn't remember. Okay. And, and, and but, then he was 30 by the time he saw yeah, Pharaoh. So but then was it was 23 years. No, no. 30 minus 17 isn't 23. It's 13. But when, but when uh, at the point we're at now, Sorry, he's I not 30. He's 30. No, 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 no. But he's not 30 right now because he was 30 when he started to serve Pharaoh. And how many good years were there? How many good, 40. seven good years before the famine? No. So there have been seven 30. good years. So now he's 37 years old when the famine begins. So it's been 20 years. <laughs> like someone said. <laughs> like you didn't. Like I said. <laughs> like you so never God said. is going to use Joseph to preserve a lot of people's lives. And he's made Joseph fruitful and given Joseph a good life, but that's not the main thing. Sometimes God uses things to give us blessings that we have right now, like he did with Joseph, but more importantly, he uses them for his plan to save. Let's say our catechism. The sixth commandment, you shall not commit adultery. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life what we say and do, and husband and wife love and honor each other. Say it with me. The sixth commandment, you shall not commit adultery. What does this mean? Say that. Say it nicely. If you want your blanket back, you better say it nicely. And you guys are talking like a couple of like dogs that are like 90% dead. I forgot. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not commit adultery. 
What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life in what we say and do. And husband and wife love and honor each other. Now let's sing our song. Lord, keep us steadfast in your word. Curb those who by deceit or sword would wrest the kingdom from your Son and bring to naught all he has done. Lord Jesus Christ, your power make known. For you are Lord of lords alone. Defend your holy church that we may sing your praise eternally. O comforter of priceless worth, bring peace and unity on earth. Support us in our final strife and lead us out of death to life.